Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1 with All Care Pharmacy. Discover a healthcare team that's always here for you at All Care Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy network. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1. Well, you just heard in the break there a uh, little chat about Shacht in the Gaelga and we're talking about Irish now, but words like Madra Crin, Kosh on Fuka, Pest Koppel. Irish has an extraordinary way of describing wildlife and nature words. And when we take a closer look at the translations, we can see how those words so accurately reflect the natural world around us with almost a childlike curiosity. So who better to tell us a little more about this? This, uh, than writer and broadcaster Mancon McGann is here in the studio. You're very welcome. Fáilte Roth. is Claire. Lovely to be here. I love how um, Irish words in nature, it's almost like somebody looks at something and says, this is how I feel about what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Isn't that it? Exactly, yeah. It's that almost that childlike wonder that we see kids looking around nature and thinking... What is this and how would I describe it? And, you know, because so many of the English words are based on Latin and based on Greek, they can be kind of alien to us. Mm-hmm. But a word like a word like um, the word for bat, you know, skihan lahar. Like it's so gorgeous. Skihan wings, lahar leather, leather wings. It's exactly what it is. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, or what is it? Or like uh, the spider, like spider. I forever, w- I knew the Irish for spider was Dovan Allah. And I never thought like Dovan is Dovan, little ox. Alla is either falla or isle, so either of the wall or the cliff. The little ox of the cliff or the wall. Mm-hmm. Why it's that, I've no idea. Well, it speaks to the strength of a spider because they're hardy little things, aren't they? I see, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And when it comes to bats as well, we had skihan lahar, as you say, but there are other words too, aren't there, for bat? Yeah, exactly. Eel tog is another. And so eel means a flock. So it's just because one of the people would have seen these sudden flocks of them going on. Or the other one, um, the sort of, is a boss eeha, which which is, um, uh, it's sort of, you know, no wonder people are afraid of bats when you have a word like that, bossiha, which is like, you know, death of night. Like, mm-hmm. so it's it's not it's not the sort of thing that's going to, um, or boss doroche, actually. Um, yeah, sort of black or darkness, um, death. Okay, many people, I know not all people, but many people were afraid and are afraid of bats. So mm-hmm. that's probably speaking to that. Some people love them, I know, and have them happily living in their attics and uh, would never have it any other way. The word for squid particularly descriptive. Uh, tell us about it. So maher suig, maher huig. And so maher, obviously a mother, and then suig or huig is to suck or to, to, to hold around, to squeeze into you. And mainly it's sort of focusing on the squid's motherhood. And the, um, a squid mother, you know, will have 70,000 eggs and then some certain forms of squid and octopus will actually, they'll only have them when they're about to die and they'll lay all these eggs and then they will sit on these eggs until the eggs hatch and all the little squid, squidlings maybe come out <laughs> and the, the, the squid mother um, will, def- will fend off all the att- attackers, pro- you know, keeping her, ke- looking after her children until she's eaten alive. So she's a sucking mother. Exactly. She's ah, looking fabulous. after them all. Mm-hmm. Squirrels. I love squirrels because yeah. they annoy uh, one of my dogs at home and they sort of <laughs> laugh in his face. But there are lots of words, aren't there, for squirrels? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, I mean, normally we'd say irarua, no, iragloss. Yes. Irarua, a red squirrel, iragloss, a grey squirrel. Which is green in my Irish. I know. That's what. So that's an example of how an, of a different language gives you a different way of seeing the world because as you say glass is green and then do you remember glass is green and then onya is for artificial green which is always a lovely difference um, but then glass actually meant the colour of the sea 
And, you know, to a people of us who've been speaking this language for two and a half thousand years on this island, who've been living on the island for longer, looking, that sea wasn't just green, it was blue, it was grey, it was all these different shades. So then glass can refer to those different shades of the sea. So as you say, era glass can be, it's, it can be used for grey, for grey in the form of animals, that can be a bit of a shimmer. So a grey, a horse, a, you know, can be, used, you say, you say, mm-hmm. like a couple glass. It's not a definitive grey. You know, it it can change depending on the light, the seasons, and whether they're standing with the shade of a tree or something. Exactly, which is what any artist will tell you. You know, you for, even in school, in art school, they say, "Look at that painting. A white thing is not white." So it's almost yeah. that lesson. People, it was just perception. People were looking around them, and then the other word is um, is well, even iraru is weird. You know, because darig is is one of the words for red. Yes, but this is very specific. Darig is either very strong or very bright red. So f- a fire can be darig, or the different uh, layers of the soil it can be a dark red or blood is always Daric but then Rua is often the hair so it's more sort of russet red the mm-hmm. hair of an animal and uh, so obviously you know long ago they looked at them no, that's more Rua than, than Daric OK and uh, Mothering Rua is a fox isn't it my father used to sing a song or say tell us a poem about that's a Mothering Rua that's the one Mothering Rua yeah Mother yeah and there's a few words like Shonach is another word for a fox but you know when you look at that it isn't that bright blood red the colour of a, of a fox it is more brownie there's another word for the squirrel uncut on Madra crown which is, you know, basically the dog of the tree, just because it would have looked like a small dog, as opposed to cut crown, which is a pine marten. Mm-hmm. And again, a cat pine marten does have those claws and is always scrambling up trees. So when you have different words for the same thing, is that a geographical thing? Is it depend where you are? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, our, I mean, the best way of understanding Ireland is through its geography. It was all these peninsulas and most people didn't move from one peninsula to another. Like I'm at the moment making a, a TV series about holy wells and I was at Knackle and there's three holy wells. There's many other main wells, but three holy wells. I'd be talking to people in Knackle. They would have been to their local holy well. They wouldn't have been the other one. Like Knackle is pretty small. So Ireland was always local. So the yes. words you used, the phrases you used were, were always local. OK, so let's come back to our, our animals now. We've spoken about the squirrels and how they can be different shades of grey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or almost green. Wolves, long gone from the Irish wilderness. Some want them back. Yeah. Um, they were quite common though at one time and they had a couple of different names, Oscar Elga, didn't they? Exactly, like right up until the 18th century, which is not that long ago. And in fact, you know, they were survived in Ireland a lot longer than in Britain. They had in Scotland, they had, they had eradicated them all. Um, so yeah, the main one I suppose is Machtida. And Machtida is interesting, you know, the sun, Mach, son, Tir of the land, son of the land. And that ties into this concept that a lot of different cultures you know, wolves were thought to be otherworldly and were taught to maybe change into humans. So, you know, you see that little Ed Riding Hood and the wolf, or we see it with that great, the cartoon saloon, Wolf Walkers movie. Yes. There was this idea that they were slightly beyond. Another one is Fuel Hu. And Fuel means wild, and Ku is obviously a dog, Ku Chulun, or a hound more. Fuel Ku, wild, um, wild hound. And th- there was a lot of saints called Fuel On. And Fuel On is, uh, basically means you know, Fuelon can be a seagull, which is wild thing. Fuel can be wild or shrieking. So Fuelon is either wild thing or shrieking thing of the of the, of the sky. So or all, being. can I stop you there now? Are all felines wild things? Well, that's the wild thing, yes. <laughs> what they are, no, but they're more than that. A Fuelon or a feline is either a, a wolf lover, a wolf killer, or someone with the essence, the spirit of the wolf. 
Do you know the way when we go to America or the Native Americans and we look, they say, you know, I am Buffalo soldier or whatever I am. The same in Ireland. All the early saints, because they were, a lot of them were pagan druids and mm-hmm. then just took on Christianity. Oscar, you know, means lover of deer. Os is a word for deer. Oshin, little deer. Kuan, little hound. Um, Ronan, little seal. They're all just, uh, this is my spirit animal, or you could say these were the killer, they, they were the, you know, the best person at killing these animals. But that's unlikely. It's more likely this is the animal they identified with. So all the feelings are connected in some way with how they felt about wolves. Yeah, and maybe that they were just boasting, you know, because there's these clans in Ossery, you know, the, the Bishop of Ossery, yes. that reign. Ossery means, Oss again, deer. It's the people who worship the deer. So this is all real pagan stuff. I love the fact that there's a bishop. Of, I'm a bishop of the cult of the deer worshippers. Oh, it's fabulous. It's, yeah, it's yeah. fabulous. My mother's a feeling, so I'll be on to her now. Ah, I hope she's see. listening. Yeah, yeah. Um, so mock, going back to mock theory, mm-hmm. every time I heard that, I always made an assumption that at the time when that word was used, that there was a reverence around the wolf. Is, would that be right yeah, or was it a fear? Uh, both. There was, um, you know, clearly it was a fear for people who had their cattle and their young sheep up high in the hills. But no, definitely. Rev- there was so many stories about the wolf, you know, changing or the wolf giving warnings. Just because yeah. every, every, I mean, every, you know, hu- human group has understood the intelligence of dogs and of wolves and realised that they were on another level. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, some of the more stories, some of the, you know, the stories actually might have come in from Norman times because it seemed that there was a lot more wolf mystery in medieval Europe than, than in Ireland. Than, than here. And I want to talk to you about the stoat as well, because mm-hmm. the Irish word for stoat comes from eel. And you can understand that if you think about how a stoat looks. Slithery little thing going along. Like a yeah, the snake hedgerow. with feet. Exactly. And the Irish for, in my Gaeltacht, the Irish is um, asku for an eel, but otherwise it's askan, askan. And so aso, from asku and askan comes asog, which is like, again, og means, you know, a little or, or connected to a person. So a little thing, a little eel-like thing. Okay, it? a little eel-like thing. Again, yeah. it's, a, it's say what you see, isn't it? Yeah. We'll move on to farm animals mm-hmm. now and we'll start with an ox, mm-hmm. yeah. a dove. So, dove, like we had with Dawanala, little ox of the wall. But then my favourite, now there's a word that isn't in the Irish anymore. It was in the Middle Irish and the Old Irish, which is Dove Cunched. And Dove Cunched is a wolf-fighting ox. So, you know, an ox was a castrated bull, a bull that had a beast that had all the strength of the bull, but wasn't going to be a danger to other cows. And so they used his pent up aggression to protect the cattle and the sheep up in the highlands during, the, you know, because this bullerach, they put their cattle up into the highlands in summertime where the wolves could have easily preyed on them. So you had an ox. So they had a fellow there to, yeah, to look yeah. after them and he had a special name. Don't you love, I mean, when, <laughs> so when people say, let's go back and bring back the wolves, it's not that long ago we had them. We could imagine, and they'd actually have roles. If we had the old traditional um, domestic, the old traditional Irish cattle up on the hills, yes. these, um, um, whatever they're called, uh, I can't remember, the traditional, the, yeah, um, and then we could have some wolves up prote- or so <laughs> we could have then the, the ox protecting them from the wolves yeah, we'd have to, yeah just change the ecosystem exactly. uh, tweak it back to, to where it was mm-hmm. now um, the cockerel the words for cockerel, this is so interesting as well, vary depending on how frequently they crow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I have my little, I have my 10 acres down in Westmead and I have pigs on it and I have cattle and I have, I have pigs on it. And sometimes I have pigs, not at the moment. And I have hens and things and bees. But the one time I got a cockerel, I realised exactly what the tolerance of a neighbourhood for a cockerel is. So the Irish for a, co- a cockerel is a quillach, a quillach. In care in my you'd stress the second syllable. But then another one, yeah, a is the constant crowing of a of a 
of a cock and Trahi is a cock who, who crows regularly at the same time every morning. Mm-hmm. So Trahul means something that is of its time or that is timely. Give me the it's middle one again. Mionglé. 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 Yeah. A really annoying one that doesn't exactly, stop. Exactly. Okay, that's the one nobody wants. No, no, that's the one that my neighbours quickly <laughs> told me that I had to get rid of my cockerel. <laughs> and then just finally, horses mm. have many names too, do they, depending on how they look and how oh, they act? Also, yeah. So, you know, the, the Irish for a rider is, is Markach, but that's from Mark, which is one word for a horse. And then Pal is another, and Ach is an old word for a horse. Klibishteen is a shaggy horse. Falara, an ambling horse. Garon is a gelding or a pack horse. It can go on and go on. Oh, Oscar, I love. Oscar is to fall off a horse or a tree, to tumble off something that you're clinging on to. It's to Oscar. It's a verb. There's no equivalent of an English. Never heard it before. So yeah. to Oscar is to fall. You could but, say, but, but oh, not, not fall, but fall off something you're trying to stay on. Yeah, and the old buses, remember where the door was at the back and you held on to the handle? Yes. Say, oh, Oscar, my own bus. I sort of jumped out of the bus. Great. Look, it's uh, <laughs> it's so interesting, as always, uh, Moncon, to talk to you. Moncon McGann, writer and broadcaster. Thank you very much for being with us. We'll take a quick break. Text 51551. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.